0: Bible. Get your Bible and turn to Matthew chapter 11. The Spirit prompted me in this first service. I didn't even know where this was found. I had to have help from the congregation and they helped me find this great, great scripture that the Holy Spirit is preaching to us today. God willing, I will preach what I've prepared here when He wants it. Is that fair, everybody? You want to hear what the Holy Spirit has to say today? Hallelujah. Look at verse number 28 of Matthew chapter 11. Come to me, Jesus said. All you who labor and are heavy laden And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Folks, if you think the enemy is playing around, he's not. He is as serious as anything about pursuing you, stealing from you, killing you, destroying you. Part of the reason why we are facing discouragement, and I, 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 the Holy Spirit is dealing with me and I, I'm putting together something, hopefully next week we'll see, but we're going to talk about this how to deal with discouragement and how to get delivered from discouragement Amen. how to get free from discouragement Amen. discouragement discouragement just has a way of attaching itself to us and if we don't deal with it if we don't recognize it and and and, and deal with it it will take residence in us and with us and it becomes an unwanted house guest even an unwanted companion. And it prohibits us from doing what God is calling us to do. Part of the reason we struggle is because we're not going to the right source. We're not looking to Jesus. We're calling on others. We're calling on mothers We're calling on brothers, but we're not calling on Jesus. We're going to other people, and we need to be going to Jesus. Look at the invitation that he gives us in verse 28. Look what he said. Come to me. That's an invitation that we should all accept. It's an invitation that most in this room have accepted. If you found Jesus to be your Savior, then clearly one day you came to Him. The problem is some only come to Him on that occasion when really the invitation is given that we come to Him every day that we have breath. Tomorrow morning, should the Lord tarry and should we awake, where are we going to go? Some of y'all saying, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go shopping. Well, first, you need to go to Jesus. The invitation stands, come to me. Let's go to him every day that we have breath in our lungs Let's, how about this, let's RSVP today. An invitation has come to you today. Let's RSVP and tell Jesus I'm coming. I'm coming to you, I'm coming to you every day, and I'm going to change my calendar if necessary to make sure that I come to this invitation. Come to him every day and come to him throughout your day. I mean, things can arise in an instant, can't they? You can get a phone call, and that one phone call can change the course of the rest of your life. You can get one doctor's report. How many have ever had it? You know exactly what I'm talking about. That one doctor's report. I see so many heads nodding. You know what I'm talking about. One phone call, one doctor's report can change the course of the rest of your life. So are you going to say, well, I went to him in the morning. I'm going to deal with this this afternoon on my own. The invitation is for every day, but the invitation is throughout the day, all day long. We need to be going to Jesus. He's inviting us, folks. We have an invitation here. Come to me. And when you come to him, he will give you what you need. He will put people in your life. I can't do this on my own. I'm just telling you, I cannot do this on my own. I need Karen first and foremost. I need Karen above anybody else, any other human. Next to Jesus, I need her. I need her more than my children, and they know that. I need her more than my father and my sisters. I need her. I need people in my life. I need my children. I need this staff. We need one another, and when we come to Jesus, he's going to give us what we need. He'll put people in our life. Pete, I believe God put you in my life. I believe God put me in your life because I need you. You might be going, really? Because you're probably thinking you need me, right? Right? You need your pastor. You should be thinking that. But let me say on behalf uh, of, as your pastor, I need you. And not just Pete. I need you, folks. And as we go to the Lord, he'll give us what we need. He'll give us the people that we need. He'll give us the resources that we need. How many brought your Bible today? Come on. Ah, thank you for your word. Come to me, he says. He'll give us what we need. He'll, he'll always direct us to this book. Always. If somebody wants to spar with you, because people love debate, don't they? People love controversy. You better be lining up with the Word of God. I don't want to hear what you have to say unless it's backed by the Word of God, and don't take that personally. But I seriously don't want your opinion. I seriously don't want your advice. All I want is for the Word of God to speak. I don't mind him using you to be that mouthpiece. But it's got to come from the Word of God. Come to me, he says. Let's read on. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. I don't know if anybody in here can relate to that. Anybody just feel like you're wore out sometimes? Paul, you ever feel like you're just wore out? Right? We work hard. You're a hardworking man. I know that. Gail brags on you all the time. How you're laying the concrete and pouring concrete and and just making a difference in people's lives just by what you do with your labor. But sometimes, folks, we can just feel like, am I making any progress here? I'm I'm working myself to death. Well, we've got to come to Jesus. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. Here it is right here. Look, Look at this. The heavy laden part right there. There's actually a yoke that is used in plowing, uh, more so in days gone by, but they would plow the field with ox, oxen, and so to keep them together, they had a yoke that they would put on them, a a, a heavy burden, right, because they are beasts of burden. This heavy laden, I believe here, that, that Jesus is talking about, is it comes two ways. The yoke that is on us that is unhealthy, like that yoke of discouragement that just got lifted off, by the way. And by the way, it's destroyed. The anointing destroys it. You can't get that one back up on your neck. Now, the enemy's fashioning something else for you, right? But remember... No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. It doesn't say the weapon's not going to be formed. It just says it's not going to prosper. Even though the yoke has been destroyed, even though the yoke has been lifted off of you, you better know the, the enemy is still formulating something else that he wants to put on you. This heavy ladenness, this yoke that's unhealthy is twofold. Number one, it comes because of our own selfishness. It comes because... We are flesh, and we want our way, don't we? Uh Can we be honest with one another today? We were born selfish, and we're going to die selfish. And in between, we have got to fight against our own selfish nature and our own lusts. But sometimes, we don't fight against it. We give in. And so we have to carry garbage because we want to fulfill our own lust and our own desires. And then we go, we have the gall, the unmitigated gall to blame it on the devil. You know, I think the devil just sits back in his easy chair and somebody's saying the devil made me do it and he said I didn't have anything to do with that but I'll take it. We blame a lot of stuff on the devil when it's our own fleshly desires, it's our own sensuality, it's our own selfishness. So we got to carry that garbage. Now the other way that heavy ladenness can come is by the devil. Now I'm saying, we can't blame everything on the devil because some of it is just our own poor choices. But some of it is the devil. Some of it is the enemy of your soul trying to steal, kill, and destroy you. Jesus said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, whether it's your own fault or not. You've got all this you're carrying. And I will give you... Come on, somebody. That's right. What a precious commodity. Rest. Peace. Jesus said in John chapter 14, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Receive the peace of God today. Come to Him and find the rest that you need. Let's read on. Verse number 29. Take my yoke upon you. Wow. All right. Pete, since I'm picking on you, I want you to to come up here for a minute. Let me see who else I can pick on. Oh, Mark. Mark Morrison. Officer Morrison, we thank you for what you do for Buena Park and the surrounding areas. Y'all know we got a police officer right here with us. Step up here, Pete. Mark, if you'll stand right up here. These are my beasts of burden today. You big ox. So what happens is there's a yoke that is put on the beast of burden so that they don't go their own way. And so we can get the job done. and We can plow the field. So I'm going to be the yoke, all right? Now let's step down. Now what happens is... I want to go this way, but you're stubborn, and you're stubborn, and you want to go that way, and you want to go that way. Let's see what happens here. Uh Uh-oh, Pete, looks like Pete's winning out here, officer. Uh-oh, oh, 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 oh. oh. See, what happens is, that's exactly what happens. The yoke is going to give, because they're strong ox right here, and if he truly wants to have his own way, he's going to have his own way. If he truly wants to go his own way, he's going to go his own way, and the yoke comes off. Thanks, guys. See, we need to be yoked. When Jesus came and he set me free, (laughs) you know what I'm talking about, Leslie? You've been free? Come on now. I like somebody that's excited about being free. Jesus came and he set me free. That's why I dance today, that's why I celebrate. But listen to me, he did not free me. ...to then have me do whatever I want to do. See, sometimes we think I'm free... ...and that means I can, I'm free to do whatever I want to do. No. He freed me to actually make the right choices. How many of y'all are thankful for grace today? The grace of God freely extended to you? I'm thankful for grace today... But I think some misunderstand, Grace. Some think, well, I'm going to go to church tomorrow morning, so tonight I'm going to go clubbing. I'm going to dance another dance. I'm going to dance a dirty dance. I'm going to grind. Is that what they call it now, grinding? I can't keep up. Seriously, it's grinding. It's all nasty, dirty, vulgar, vulgar. I'm going to go to church anyway and I'll ask for forgiveness I'm going to go grind on Saturday night. I'm not saying it right, am I? I'm out of it. I know I'm out of it. I'm getting old. Well, whatever you call it. You know what? I'm going to go to church tomorrow morning so I'm going to go drinking with the boys. I'm going to go clubbing. I'm going to go fight. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to come into the house of God, and I'm going to pray for His grace to forgive me. I'm going to pray that you're abusing grace. You don't truly understand grace. Because I believe, church, grace is God's ability given to us to actually live right. Grace says, I'm not going to make those choices. Grace says, I'm not going clubbing. I'm not going dancing. I'm not going drinking. I'm going to do what's right. God, help me. And God, give me the grace that I need to keep on making the right choices. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. I love the last little part of that song. It says, oh, for grace to trust him more. Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Look what else he says in verse 29. And learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The key here is learning of Him. He is meek. He is lowly. He is right. His yoke is easy. He's teaching us right here. Jerry, you really tapped into it, my friend. I thank you for your sensitivity. I love when the Holy Spirit starts flowing and everybody who's sensitive and have, have the gifts. There's so many that have gifts, by the way. There's probably a lot of people that were quickened today. But... You have not stepped out and been used. That's what happens when the waters get troubled up like this. People that are sensitive to the gifts, are like, Oh, Pastor, I got a word. Pastor, I got a scripture. Pastor, I got to say something. Because everything gets alive in you. The Spirit of God is stirred up in you. And the gifts are fanned to life and fanned to flame. I, I love it. But Jerry, you really hit it on the head, my friend we got to go to him and let him teach us. Yes. Yes. Learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Are you ready to go to Jesus today? Let's run after him. In hot pursuit, with all that we have. Lord, I... to be. all over this room perhaps there's one here today that you're ready to come to God you're ready to surrender to him and to his will you're ready to ask Jesus into your life and into your heart confessing him as Lord and asking him to rid you of all wrong forgive you of sin if you're here and you're ready for a change in your life and you want God to be a part of that You want Jesus to come in and be your Savior. Slip up your hand just before we leave today. Let me pray for you. Is there anyone here you're ready to accept Christ into your life, asking Him to be your Savior? Lift your hand right now. The best decision you'll ever make today. The best decision you'll ever make today. Thank you. Is there anyone else? Quickly slip up your hand and let us pray for you. The Bible says that today is the day of salvation. We are not promised tomorrow. Trust me when I tell you, I did two funerals this week. We're not promised tomorrow. If you've lifted your hand or you would like to have me pray with you, I encourage you to take a bold step. That is to move from where you are and come and meet me around this altar area so we can lead you in this prayer of repentance. Come now. I lift up my
1: eyes. My eyes. Up. To the mouth. Where does my help come? Where does my help come comes from? from the Lord? It comes from you, Lord. Come and let me pray with you. Come you now. You are the maker. my head
0: clap your hands this morning and just give God thanks and praise. Amen. Amen. Can you just give me two more minutes? Two more minutes. I want you to take your seat. You probably received a letter in the mail from Karen and I this past week encouraging you to celebrate with us. This is Clergy Appreciation Month is what they formally call it. But we want to call it Pastor Appreciation Month. And Karen and I want to join with you in honoring and celebrating all of our pastors. So I want To invite to the stage today all of our pastors and their and their spouses. And I would like somebody to go get Pastor Becca, please, Pastor Dave and Sonny, Pastor Moses and Jamie, Pastor Becca, Pastor Jack, Pastor Jim and Cindy Regan. I want you to come. Don't you love these pastors? Don't you appreciate them? Come on, I want you to let them know how much you love them. We are blessed. We are blessed, church. I believe that we are blessed with some of the very, very best ministers, the cream of the crop. Thank God for you. Thank God for you. And Ushers, I want you to come at this time. Come on, Pastor Becca, you gotta get up here, sis. Let Pastor Becca know how much you love her as well. Jack, I didn't get you any flowers, sorry. Flowers are for the ladies. But on behalf of Karen and I, we just want to say how much we love you folks. And how thankful we are to have you as part of our team and part of this church family. Thank you for counseling. Thank you for loving and leading all the various roles that you fill. We just could not do this without you. You're part of our our life. You're part of this family and we love you so much. And I know this church feels the same way. So thank you. Thank you. And we're having fun doing it, you know. There's plenty of churches, they're not really having fun. (laughs) We're having fun. We actually enjoy one another. Uh, Yeah. So I wanted to give you ample opportunity and time to prepare. So I hope that today you've come ready to give in an offering. This offering does not go to Karen and I at all we are bowing out of this you folks are so good to us all year long you love on us and give to us and dote on us so we're joining with you today in giving to our associate pastors so um, with that in mind I want you to get your offering ready now father we are so thankful for these who you have sent to La Palma Christian Center Thank you, God, for Pastor Becca and all that she does with our children's department, our Christian education, and you name it. There's so much more. Thank you for her. Bless her, God. Thank you for Pastor Dave and Sonny and Reagan. Thank you for sending them all the way from Indiana. Thank you for the fruit that's already growing. Quickly, they have grafted in We ask you to bless them, God. We thank you for Pastor Moses and Jamie. Thank you, Lord, for sending them our way. Thank you for their hearts of worship and their talent and ability, God. Bless them, Lord. We thank you for Pastor Jim and Cindy. Thank you, Lord, for raising up right out of the midst a man of God, a minister of God, with a heart to know you more and to be used of you. We ask your blessing on the Regans as well. We thank you for Pastor Jack. Thank you for all the wisdom, Lord, that he brings to the table. Thank you for his generosity, God. We ask you to bless him today as well. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, folks. We love you very, very much. I'm going to ask you to go out into the foyer if you don't mind and just kind of form a line and let these people hug on you. Folks, we have a cake and coffee reception tonight. I want you to come immediately following our service tonight. We want you to come and be a part of this cake and coffee reception. You can hug on their necks and really, really let them know how much you appreciate them. God bless everybody. Have an awesome day. We'll look for you tonight.